0: Hey, what's up everybody? This is Gary Hall from Exodus and formerly from Slayer and you're listening to The Razor's Edge.
1: What's going on guys? It's Tom here from The Razor's Edge and I'm here with Braden Barry, a.k.a. Say We Can Fly. How are you, sir? You well?
0: I'm doing absolutely good. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you for asking. It never seems to be... uh never seems to come up so i really appreciate that massive <laughs> um only is it Braden, that every time you release something no matter what it is it's always absolute gold
0: i don't know man i think like uh, a big part of it is i just always like i have to be really happy with it you know like if it makes me feel something that's like that's you know i can only release it if it's hit that mark i guess so I just have a really high standard for myself, I guess. Maybe that's why, but I appreciate that. So,
1: no, not at all. I think th- I feel it's good, like I because you get quite a few artists that go, "Oh, let's just bash out an album my year. Let's just get it out, Cause, you know, because we're under pressure from whoever or whatever." Um, but I can really appreciate an artist or a band that take the time. I actually go, "No, if I'm happy with it, we're not releasing it." Why would I want to? You know, that's got to go under my name. That's going to be out there for in the mud forever. And some people be like, "Oh, this is a bit," you know this is not really the sound that, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a musician. like, so I'm just spouting shit now, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah l- literally, obviously I started listening to 2015 and I find that everything you've released, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, it, he can do no wrong.
0: Thanks man. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've always felt the same way with bands I listen to and you know, there's like sometimes a point where you like hear they've kind of lost touch with their, like why you started listening. and I, like I understand everyone has their growth, but I, for me, it's always been very important that I don't lose that touch with myself, I guess, if that makes any sense. Cause I know yeah, other yeah. people, you know, so yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you, but let's go, let's go all the way back. Let's go back to the beginning. What actually made you want to be a musician? What got you into music in the first place?
0: Yeah, honestly, that's something I, I kind of blindly answer a lot. i have never really like really, I asked myself why, but I think honestly, man, it was just like, I, I didn't have much going on in my life when I was younger. Like I lived in a really small town, you know, I went to like a private Christian school, didn't have any friends. I was just like, you know, didn't really know what I was doing, but I found like music online, you know, like when we got a computer and got the internet, we had one of those like old, like massive computers, you know, and <laughs> dial up internet. But I, I found this website called pure volume, which was kind of similar to like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but it was just, you know, people, Make a It's kind of like MySpace, you know, but for music, just people make a profile and post their songs on there. And I found that and I found like Never Shout Never and like Chase Coy and the Icarus account. And I was just like, man, these guys are just like making music like from their bedrooms and posting it. And I don't know, it's just, I don't know, man. I started playing guitar and writing songs and it was just like, I fell in love with it because it just brought me out of like all the stuff I was going through. It was a constant in my life. You know, and I, I didn't really have a moment when I was like, I want to be like a rock star musician. I was just like, I just love this and it's the only thing I can do. Like, so I don't know if that answers it, but just kind of fell in my lap and it's been there ever since. So, you know. yeah, I
1: never look back, sort of thing. Yeah, that's great. And um, would you say like Icarus Account and Never Shut Never, they've like influences
0: massively, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously it's different now, you know, it changes as you grow. And, but I, you know, when I started out, man, it was just the guys with their acoustic guitars and, you know, I was just like, wow, that's possible. Like, that's so cool. You know? So made me feel like I could do it, I guess. So.
1: Yeah. yeah no, no, absolutely. Um, where did the name, so we can fly come from what made you want to go?
0: Yeah. On? Literally, man. Just, yeah. I, I was, you know, just, I was like, oh, I got to make a YouTube channel. wanted a one word kind of, Never shout, neverish kind of name. Like you know, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other bands that had the one word. You know, like the one word with a bunch of different words. And that was the first one I thought of, and it wasn't taken. So I was like, all right, that's my channel name, and started putting out. Uh, I just, I didn't like my real name back then for some reason. I thought it sounded stupid. So I was like, I, I'm just going to release music under a different name. It's a weird thing I had, but since you know, since then I've come to terms with it. But yeah, it's just a fleeting well, thought. Kid. I think just because the name Brayden, like, I never met anyone with that name. And I was just like, it's just, it was weird. And everyone calls me Brandon. So I was like, I, don't know, oh. I just didn't like, not that I care now, but back then I was, yeah, struggled with it. I struggled with a lot of things back then, but yeah. So that's the story.
1: Yeah. But it's like, it's quite unique, isn't it? In a way. Cause I've never met anybody called Brayden. So obviously I interviewed you a few years back. Well, I listened to you somewhere. Even more so. Yeah. But like it's unique to you. So like in a way I find, cause my name is one of those common names of the world. <laughs> so obviously <laughs> fucking loads of people have it. Whereas you like, it's unique to you. So it's, I don't know. I think I can, I can see why, why you felt the way you did, but in a way I'd be like, this is awesome because nobody else has caught this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And that's kind of something I had to just like, and, and I've always also thought like, well, a name is just, I had this realization, like a name is just a sound, you know? So it's like, I, I don't know. I just got to, enjoy the sound I was given and own it. You know what I mean? So if that makes yeah. any sense. No, absolutely, yeah. man.
1: Absolutely. Um. So you say like the acoustic count never shall never is what, how you found like acoustic guitars and that sort of thing. Is that because of them? Is that what made you want to go down the acoustic roads? Why didn't you go for like a big band or anything like that?
0: I think that, yeah, I think that was part of it. And it was just like, anytime I had like tried to be in a band or play electric guitar, it just didn't feel the same. Like I just fell in love with acoustic guitar um, specifically, you know, so I tried to like jam with friends and stuff, but it was always just like, I'm not able to fully express what I want to with other people around. Like, I just can't still to this day, you know, I, I write by myself. I record, you know, majority of stuff, or at least do all the pre-production alone. Cause it's just like, I, I'm digging out, digging for a certain part of my soul or myself. And I just have to do it alone. I don't know. And that's why I, ma- I make music is to like express that. So and i you know i've played in full bands i've done like full band tours and it's fun it's just not you know this is not the same so and uh not something that really fulfills me as much i guess yeah because because you are like
1: bearing your yourself out to everybody up there on your own and obviously when you're you're doing shows and whatnot um yeah so massive respect because obviously that shit's daunting to be when you start out like doing that all by yourself not having you know you haven't like a partner or a band or anyone's back but it's literally you a guitar
0: your voice and then the people just there like staring <laughs> dude so it was hard man and it still is hard man yeah like bef- especially when I was younger and I was so quiet I couldn't talk to anyone and like it was hard because I w- used to open for a lot of pop punk and like even metal shows and I was just, like imposter syndrome man like oh no one wants me here you know and I still have that but then you just hit a point where you just let that go and you just own what you're doing and do it for the sake of it you know so. yeah
1: yeah i mean everyone's got to start somewhere happening at the end of the day so i yeah. mean i think i think there was a, a metal band murder dolls open up the iron maiden and uh you know at like i'm talking about like arena shows and like they got bottled and heckled and everything, So obviously there in makeup yeah. in like red and black dreadlocks that sort of thing and it's it's odd and sometimes i think when bands get put with certain it's kind of an odd mix but you've got to try and you know reach the crowds or reach the masses as it were so i think sometimes some people can be quite fickle with the, the things they like but as you get older obviously everyone's just like fuck me like i love nsync or backstreet boys or i love you know whereas when yeah. you're younger you're like oh my god i actually really like song, somebody- but i can't tell anybody because you know it's like taboo <laughs>
0: absolutely man and i feel like a lot of this kind of music scenes that i was they're like very clicky you know like so there was kind of that separation i never cared about that but yeah so it was a challenge but it's just you just go through that you know so yeah well look at, look at you now um
1: so how do you find lyrics wise then how do you find to write about i know a lot they're, they're quite personal songs aren't they
0: yeah definitely um,
1: so like do you feel that your lyrics, uh, obviously they are things that you've experienced, what you've gone through, but like they also help others at the same time?
0: I guess like I, ne- I never to this day, you know, I've never thought about like, oh, I need to help somebody with this song. Like I, I feel like if I go into it with that, it's just like not authentic. So I, I write genuinely to like help myself through stuff. And I think <laughs> maybe doing that to the best of my ability is, you know, a byproduct of that. It may- might help other people, but I really do it as like self, like, therapy or trying to understand things i've gone through because it helps in a way i don't know why but so that's always been why i do it and like probably always will be you know so i, I suppose it's
1: has again like you say you, you, you put it all out there for the world to see so you're expressing yourself in a way and in a way that's kind of therapy isn't it especially if people are connecting with you and connecting with the songs that you put now they're like oh my god i've gone through a similar thing or oh my god i've experienced this as well and stuff. but it's almost like you're connecting with people through your music
0: yeah yeah, exactly, yeah. man. And just like being okay with like sharing the brokenness, because I think we all carry like some brokenness and like there's a weird kind of like peace and just like talking about it and sharing it, which I've found. So, yeah.
1: How do you, how do you, how can I work this? Like, is it the experience you've got at the time? Like, or is it, oh my God, that happened to me 10 years ago. I need to write about this.
0: It's hard to explain, man, it, because it's not always like, what I'm going it's I'd say it's rarely what I'm going through at the time. It's just always, there's kind of like little pockets of things I've experienced that are always there that I like, All I don't know if it's cause I haven't fully processed or understood them, but I just you go through life, you collect experiences and relationships with people and it's like, they're always a part of you. So it's kind of like, all right, like I'm going to explore this one now, you know, or it's just like, I, there's more I need to understand about this, you know? Um So it's just, there's always something to sink into, man. It's, it's, it's never like I have to try to figure it out. It's just kind of like exploring the inner universe, you know, because it's like there's so much in there. I feel like even in like a whole lifetime, you could never like get through it all. So,
1: yeah, Oh, it's awesome. I love it. I love. I love delving into these sorts of, sort of things. How can it makes
0: sense? You know, I don't, I don't know if my explanations make sense, but.
1: They definitely do. They definitely do. And I hope people that are listening to this are resonating and going, oh my fucking God. Like I, yes, exactly.
0: I, I, I'm doing the exact
1: same thing. I've gone through this, so I've gone through that. Like, oh, I need to go and check you know. Um, I, I feel that your music really resonates with people like it did with me. So um, for those out aren't aware, like I would said I discovered you in 2015 um, and a lot of your music from then on since has like helped me so much um, through life and stuff. You know, it's uh, it, like I say, because I was literally like, Fuck! Like I know what he's talking. Like I, I can feel what he's singing about, what he's talking about. So, um, let's get on to the uh, the brand new album, shall we? Let's uh, let's delve into. Obviously, beneath the roses came out last Friday. It's already out now for everyone to go and go and enjoy. Um, has it been well received?
0: Dude, it it really has, man. And like, I don't. I think a lot of times I'm not always like you know looking at the reaction to stuff because it's just social media and everything you can't really gauge but genuinely yeah like it seems like people are really you know just enjoying it and like comparing it to my older records which I feel like even to me had a different feel which I'm always striving for so yeah it seems like it is and and that makes me happy because it really is I'd say probably my most like personal writings so yeah
1: yeah these the, these were the first time in the studio is that correct
0: no, I've done I've done studio like back in the day, um, but this one, yeah, this one I I had done most of like all the pre production kind of myself, and then I went to work on it at a studio with uh, my friend Matt Malpass and Matt Holmes, um, kind of in the mountains in Pennsylvania. So it was a really special vibe, kind of just being out there and like doing these songs there. So, no, that's, yeah, that's I mean,
1: it's been a long time coming. This album, um, yeah, I think every single track is. It, there's, there's not like, like I said at the start of this interview, there's not a bad song. There, you have never written a bad song. Every track from that album is different in its own way, um and it's, it's literally what I feel is the best album you've ever done. Thanks, man. So you know, uh, are there any particular favorite tra- uh, favorite songs on there for you?
0: Yeah, I think without you is, is my favorite, and. um October you know it's a favorite too it's just the songs that really just like resonate with me still I guess yeah those are probably the top two
1: yeah I think um I know I've told you to myself but without you is probably it's definitely my favorite song on there. but I think it's definitely the best song you've ever done as well I think from, uh, like everything you've ever released that I, I think because you can feel the raw emotion you can feel like you can you can even feel the pain that you were going through the time coming out in that track
0: yeah I agree um, for sure.
1: I love that song that builds and builds and builds. I love that those sort of styles tracks where it's like, oh,
0: oh, and it's like,
1: oh, here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I love the journey of that song, man. Definitely.
1: Absolutely incredible. But you've you've also dabbled a bit um, in a bit of EDM and a and some emo rap as well. Um, is can uh, we see any more of that coming along at all? Any more? Are you gonna dabble a bit more in there?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, like I, I did put out an EDM record under my name a couple of years ago, and I, I've just always like messed around with that. But I've found that my favorite kind of genre of EDM is like the mid tempo, like heavy bass, kind of like res, you know, Death packed and stuff like that's what I really enjoy. So I'm working on making like an EP of those. It's, I don't know how long it's going to take me because it's one of those things where I work on it, you know, every couple of weeks or something. But yeah, I, I plan to release an EP under a new project at some point just because I enjoy it. So yeah
1: that's awesome i like i like that you you, you're dabbling elsewhere as well you're dipping your toes in other pools just experiencing like well you know maybe i might try a dab and maybe i might try a bit of this as well because then again you can then intertwine it all and mix it in and you know make a whole brand new show that might be boring
0: yeah for sure man i think the struggle sometimes for me with that is making sure it, it still feels like as authentic or like the same as my say we can fly music because it's easy to sit at a computer and it starts to just sound like forest or just kind of like oh it sounds cool you know so that's so why i'm just trying to take it a bit slower and just do it when i when i'm feeling it you know so yeah no
1: absolutely absolutely um with beneath the then what sets that album apart from all the others
0: yeah i mean i guess every album is like you know it's like a painting it's like they're all different you know and and they're all kind of represent their own like world and i don't think i've always kind of said this about like anyone's you know creations whether whatever art form it is like i don't think like newer stuff is better just because you've gotten better at your craft i think i just think everything has its own value so like every album has its own kind of beauty and, and whatever but i feel like this album for me, it's just, like, I've learned so much over the years about, like, production and just, like, how to compose and how to, like, you know, write better, like, lyrics and just say, m- just craft things more. So I feel like in that way, it's my best work, like, just more polished and kind of, like, to the point. Um, so I was really happy with that, you know, um, that aspect of it. So,
1: yeah. You find that with records that, I suppose, you them for quite a while, don't you? So, I mean, is there such a thing as, like, overdoing it in a way so it's like oh i might just i don't i want to just tweak that a little bit or i might just take that out i might just put that in just to make it sound a bit more like this like do you think that's obviously when you said something for so long that can't happen
0: absolutely man that's part of why i went to like work at a studio for this one because if i was just and I, I do like a lot of my own production and mixing like here but for that you know because i wrote it as a piece i was like i need a deadline i need a certain amount of space to do this because otherwise that's going to happen so it's like we have two weeks we got to do it and it's just holding that vision of it and knowing it's going to get there because yeah it is easy to overdo it so i think you just got to trust yourself and when you really think it's good just leave it at that you know
1: yeah am i right thinking you wrote a song on the spot make your mind was on the spot at, while you're at the studio
0: yeah, yeah, make you mine. I just picked up the banjo, went in the vocal booth, just wrote it in like 20 minutes, and we just recorded it. And that's happened on quite a few of my records, you know, And which I, it's always fun, you know, just throw it in there because it like fit with it. Well, it doesn't really fit, but I also feel like in a way it did because, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, because it's just like kind of this upswing and then it goes right back down, you know, so, yeah.
1: It's, it's fantastic. I, I think that is that shows pure talent as well because... I mean, if I went to a studio and was like, "You got to turn this right song," but... and then it'd probably be like, "Oh, like you know when people pick up a scarf and says it's like, uh, oh my lord," and then you move your hand a little bit up for another chord and go, Ding. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: sometimes like, oh, you know, you can't. It just sometimes, and then sometimes it just flows, you know. So
1: it's, it's, it's an absolute tune. It's a great song. It reminds me of Daisy for Beautiful Mess.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely the same vibe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Daisy Dew, sorry. My apologies. Um, um,
0: I didn't even know that. I forgot it was called that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> um, I know you're looking to do a trilogy with these albums because I had Between the Roses and you got Beneath the Roses. Where did that idea come from? What made you want to do that?
0: I I, th- I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't. I think just because like the, the first record I released between the roses, like that was my first full length record. And I, I feel like I created like just for myself, like such a world with that record, like you know colors and like visuals and like characters. Like it just took me on such a journey. I was like, I want to like continue that. I want to yeah. try that again from a different point in my life. You know, with this record, that's kind of what I tried to do. Like I, I kind of tell people, like, I wrote the same record kind of just from a different perspective in my life. So I don't know. I just like trilogies, you know, I I just, I think there's one more chapter to be, to be seen with that and close it off. So it just kind of feels like that's, that's what I'll do.
1: Nice. But obviously cause released really of those and mess in between. So I don't know why you didn't do it like back to back sort of thing. Or did you want to elongate it out?
0: Yeah. I, I just think I didn't even really have the idea till like not that long ago, a couple of years ago, maybe, or three uh, okay. years. so. Yeah. It was never something I really planned. It was just like, Oh, that could be really cool. You know? Just kind of thought of it, so.
1: Yeah, no, definitely, no, absolutely, absolutely incredible. But, um, you do have your own clothing line. You have Cozy clothing. You literally have. I don't. I don't know if you have time to live or breathe or eat or anything <laughs> with 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 the list of accomplishments that you've got here. You have your own clothing line, which is stayclothesclothing for anybody that's isn't right now. <laughs> you have your own YouTube series, which is obviously Dacon and Tyke about two gentlemen stoners. Dave and Tyke on YouTube. Go and check that out right now you have your own podcast called coffee thoughts where obviously it's whatever you know because i know you're susceptible to a coffee love a bit of caffeine and then um, obviously just whatever comes out comes out so you know, it would be about mental health it would be about the state of the world we're in right now about social media etc um and you've also got a tv series coming up you've got a pilot coming up for a tv series called firelight i believe coming out soon as well Um yeah what made you want to dabble into the more of the acting side of things?
0: Uh, Honestly, man, like I, I've always like acting in movies, like since I was a kid, I've like been obsessed with movies and like acting, like it's always been like maybe a deeper passion than music. Like I I just think like it was never something I'd thought to pursue at all. But I think just as you know, with the music, cause it is kind of like creatively intertwined, you know, and like making music videos, like, you know, playing characters and those it's just something that I was just started to kind of really enjoy doing. And like, I love editing. I love like cinematography and, you know, I, I got, I think part of it was like, I got the chance to do like background work on a bunch of like Netflix shows and movies, like, you know, and just seeing how it all worked, like it just, I don't know, it just kind of naturally was like, yeah, I, I want to be around this more. And it's been a very slow burn. And I definitely haven't put like as much work into it. as like, you know, probably could have, but I, I've started to, you know, take it more seriously and like, you know, just do more, you know, training and like, I, I don't know, man, it's just another way. I just want to be tell stories. Cause it feels different than music. I feel like you're able to like move somebody in a different way than with music, you know, like with visuals. And like, so I, I just want to, just want to do, do that, you know? And it's, it's a little harder to, you know, you know, it's, you know, you can't just sit down at your computer and make an entire like movie or something. it that, like, you can't, <laughs> song so it's a lot more goes into it but yeah i'm really really looking forward to doing Farlight, and yeah i think it's gonna be awesome so
1: yeah it, it looks great from the from the instagram that's out there it looks absolutely fantastic so but you've obviously written scores for a movie and you've done it for a tv series as well which is only available yeah. over in canada in america um was doing movie scores obviously is a completely different beast to doing an album so um what how how different is doing that obviously because most of it's just like instrumental isn't it more than
0: anything else definitely man yeah it's um it's for cup of cheer which is if anyone doesn't know it's a it's a christmas movie and it was very like you know and a score is obviously just the soundtrack for the for the film so it was really like you know, the director wanted it to be kind of like Home Alone style where it's like, you know, the score kind of goes through the whole movie and flows with the scenes and the dialogue. So I just kind of try to look at it like it's an hour and a half long song, you know, and it's just like hitting those points. And it was more just like finding a way to tell the story without words and just using melodies and sounds and stuff. So it was actually really cool. I I, I almost I think I said no at the beginning because I was like, there's no way I can do this. Like, I just don't know how. But yeah, after doing it, it's just like, OK, it's kind of the same as writing a song it's just a little more work and like you know but yeah it was a really good experience ton of work but a really cool experience so yeah.
1: and it's literally probably the best christmas album available on spotify right now so.
0: oh yeah yeah no that was another thing too sorry i didn't mean to like oh yeah it's the best but like just another thing <laughs> <laughs> it was cool to be able to release it as an album like the score um that was kind of cool as well so yeah it is on spotify so
1: Available for all to enjoy. Um music videos, Brayden. And I mean like because obviously you mentioned them about you get to play other characters that did music videos, the whole production, the whole making of them then. Love them or hate them. Um
0: uh, I love it, man. M- music video is one of my favorite things to do. Definitely. I mean I, I don't feel- do it that often anymore, but yeah, when I do it, it's I love it. So,
1: because obviously they were very prominent in the late 90s, early 2000s. I feel on music videos, was there's so many channels dedicated to them. They on stories, um, or some people did a lot of live stuff, whatever. But I feel that as the years have gone by, um they've dwindled off massively. And obviously, but YouTube's still a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find that writing the stories has gotten more difficult in music videos? Because obviously, so many bands, so many have done so many of them now but is there anything left to actually do or would you rather do a live performance?
0: I think for me, I, I like rarely watch music videos from anybody uh, for some reason. So I I never think of it from that perspective. I think I just have a harder time writing stories because I'm so much more like particular now than I used to be where it's just like, I overthink it to the point where I can't even think of anything cool. But part of why I think I do them less personally, is just because it is like a ton of work, you know, and if you don't have your own gear and stuff, you got to pay it, you know, like I've invested in my own gear so I don't have to worry about that but like paying someone to do it it's just like the return on investment a lot of times now it's just not that great you know because it's hard to get organic views you know on YouTube and you know so I think that's part of it it's just like the work versus return where you could be spending your time and money elsewhere to get your music out there but I think it is a cool like when it's done right you know it really does complement a song and yeah I think it's great so awesome
1: that's great that's wonderful you released three standalone singles which was if i have you always love you and the lighthouse um, and yeah. why did you not include them on the album
0: um I'm trying to remember lighthouse was on the nosebleed ep i believe i think it was yeah um was it the one with trace cyrus was. is that the it one was. you're talking about? yeah oh no you're right you're right it was <laughs> I not don't, i don't know sometimes sometimes it just um just do that I, I think it's just in the meantime sometimes you have like a song that doesn't quite fit with like the, a record but you st- you know still want to put it out and it's just kind of like if you're working on a record or something you know and it's not done so I think that was the case that just like that was the whole story was like the one song it didn't really fit with anything else so that's a lot of times why I do singles
1: no absolutely uh, yeah. I like that but you're, you don't disappear for three years and come back with an album. They disappear. You, you, you're you still constantly churning them out. You're still constantly working hard. And be like, by yeah. hey guys, here's a new single. Here's something else I've written. Here's something. It's absolutely incredible. And then obviously <laughs> when you're not doing music, it's like, right, what, what TV show can I do? What movie can I get myself involved in? Absolutely incredible. Uh, you just never stop, basically. It's, uh, it's admirable. It's uh, admirable. Thank um, you. I don't know if you can. I don't know how much you could talk about. or If you could talk about anything at all, but have you got any tours coming up? Are you going out on the road anytime soon?
0: Yeah, nothing I can say for sure, but I think I might be doing something in the summer. So that's what I'm hoping.
1: Yes, yeah, so everyone's <laughs> keep their eyes peeled. They'll keep everything crossed. Yeah, literally the lot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's next for you, then, my friends? Again, what you, you can talk about? What is what's the rest of the year looking like for Say We Can Fly and Braden?
0: Yeah. I mean, I have, uh, three, I I got a bunch of collabs coming out. Like I do a lot of EDM collabs, you know, with, with producers and, you know, uh, so I got some of those coming out I got a new, say, we can fly song dropping, uh, whenever those are done, probably like April or May. And then I'm gonna start releasing try to do like just a song a month, you know, whatever I'm feeling. So a bunch of new music. And then, yeah, obviously working on the far light, um, pilot in May and, uh, yeah, maybe some touring that's, Pretty much all that's on the books for now. So
1: that's wonderful. Braden, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for taking the time to sit and chat with me. And everybody, Beneath the Roses is out right now. So go and find Say We Can Fly on Spotify and get involved. Um, do you have any social medias, any plugs, anything you want people to go check out before I let you get out of here?
0: I don't actually have the social media or the internet. So, no, nope. no, I'm just back. All my social, just uh, say we can fly. You can check it out. Check them out. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Like I said, everybody, beneath throws us out now. Go and listen to it. Brayden, thank you so much for taking the time out to sit and chat to me and uh, have a wonderful evening, sir. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, but for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to our website www.therazersedge.rocks.